0: This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Monday, May 10th, 2010. Um, only a few big news things today, but uh, some follow-up on, on Saturday's UFC 113 event, as uh, Paul Daly issued um, a statement-slash-apology about uh, the sucker punch on Josh Kostrak at the end of their bout at UFC 113 that... Um, prompted Dana White to kick him out of the UFC and say that he will never fight in the UFC again. The Daily Statement was, I've had a long flight home to consider my actions and regret the mistake I made on Saturday. I would like to apologize to the UFC and the Athletic Commission for what I've done, as well as all the fans and sponsors that support me. I would also like to offer my sincerest apologies to Josh Koscheck, who did not deserve the cheap shot I threw. He did what he needed to do in order to win the fight and get the job done, and I foolishly reacted to the situation. There was no excuse for my actions, and I know what I did was very unprofessional. I was immensely frustrated by a collection of things that took place throughout the fight, as well as leading up to it, but I'm certainly not trying to condone or excuse my actions. Josh implemented his game plan perfectly, taking me down and staying on top of me for the majority of the fight. I was also frustrated about him claiming and acting like I need him in the head on the ground when it was clear for all to see in the video replay that I didn't connect at all with the knee I threw. Then finally, the verbal abuse Josh hit me with in the final 30 seconds of the fight simply pushed me over the edge and my frustrations came out as I knew I'd lost the fight, was unhappy with my own performance, and had had then been ridiculed by my opponent to top things off. This is certainly no excuse for my actions. I fully deserve to be punished for what I did and hope that everyone I have disappointed can forgive my rash decision. I feel very disappointed in myself for losing my cool and hope that I am able to address my temperament and bounce back from this low point in my career. I feel ashamed and embarrassed by what I did and hope that together my team and I can get through this issue. It will be a long road back from where I am now to earning the trust and respect of the UFC and the MMA fans that have supported me for so long. I know I've let you all down, but I'm determined to make it up to you all. Um, You know, as an apology and a statement, you know, he needed to say something. Uh, It's good that he issued some type of uh, um, statement in regards to what happened. But this was not a good apology for apology's sake, bringing up the knee and uh, verbal things said to him by Kostrek during the fight. This is another situation where, kind of like with Frank Mir and and Brock Lesnar at UFC 100, where Mir ran his mouth the entire time heading into the fight and then uh, cried foul when Brock Lesnar reacted. Um, with, you know, verbal abuse towards him after the fight. Uh, this is the same thing. Koscheck came in and, and beat Daly handily after Paul Daly had done nothing but talk, talk shit about Josh Koscheck the entire time heading into the fight. I mean, not defending Josh Koscheck in any way, shape, or form here, but the fact of the matter is, Paul Daly did just as much, if not more, trash-talking that Josh Kostrak did in this fight, and when Kostrak was sitting and implementing his game plan and dominating Daly for the entire fight, um, if he 's adding a few extra words in there uh, to shove it back in Daly 's face, I mean uh, it 's not something that 's surprising in, in any way, shape or form, and uh, the fact that Daly threw the sucker punch because he couldn 't land a punch during the fight makes it all the worse. I mean you know, people talk about the, the brawls and uh, baseball and hockey and football and, and all of that, but the big difference with combat sports and MMA uh, especially here is uh, you, you've got 15 minutes to do that to your opponent legally. If you can't do that, that's on you. I, I mean, just because, he, just because Koscheck held him down for three rounds and he wasn't able to connect on a punch does not give him the right to do it after the bell is... <laughs> is um, has wrong and and, and to uh, take that shot because he wants to and didn't get to during the fight. It's not how this works. And that's why he got cut plain and simple. There just, there can't be any room for that, uh, that type of immediate post fight reaction, um, to take place. And, And that's why Dana White has kicked him out of the UFC and why, you know, he probably will never see the inside of the octagon again. Um, And, again, it goes back to he has no one to blame but himself because he overreacted to everything that went on in the fight. He had a a moment of weakness. It was a terrible decision. It's something he obviously regrets, and uh, it's something he's going to have to live with. But it's something he won't be able to live down, and it's something that, uh, uh, you know, well, it cost him a job in the UFC and a chance to compete on the highest stage, you know, if, if you can't handle yourself In this game, emotionally and mentally, it's not necessarily a profession for you because uh, as much as you have to be athletically gifted and athletically talented, um, you have to be mentally tough to be a very successful fighter because there are so many things that go on uh, in uh, battling through fight camps to get to a fight and so many things that happen when your uh, entire professional goal is to go in and, you know, knock someone out or submit them or risk being submitted or knocked out in a fight. So you, you need to have both sides of, your, uh, of that uh, in check and, and in control, and uh, Paul Daly showed the worst in mental weakness in what he did uh, to Josh Kosciak on Saturday. I mean, granted, it's something that a lot of us probably would have wanted to do ourselves, and, and, you know, none of us can say that we uh, wouldn't have done the same thing if we were Paul Daly. But the fact of the matter is we would have suffered the same consequences if we were in his position. And just because we would have wanted to do the same thing and maybe even would have done the same thing if we were in his shoes does not excuse it and does not make it something that, uh, um, you know, he can be absolved for easily, plain and simple. There's just no room in the sport for what he did and uh, you just can't have it. In uh, better news, um, new UFC light heavyweight champion Mauricio Shogunhua will likely defend his title sometime in the fall uh, for the first time, and uh, we will know his opponent after UFC 114. Um, well, he, he didn't want to be committal on making any announcement this weekend. Dana White uh, confirmed in a text message to California radio host Carmichael Dave that uh, the winner of the UFC 114 main event between Quentin Rampage Jackson and Rashad Evans will get the first crack at Shogun. Uh, This is, uh, you know, a fight that was supposed to happen in December um, and a fight that uh, was hyped up for uh, the Ultimate Fighter's 10th season. We're going to get back to the hype with... uh, the UFC Primetime Series starting this Wednesday for this fight, and it just added another level uh, with it being a legitimate number one contender fight as the winner will face Shogun. And both of these guys are are champions um, and former champions and would be formidable challenges for Shogun uh, depending on how the fight goes down. So uh, the fight now just has a lot more meaning to it with a clear uh, title on the line during the USC Primetime series, they can hype this up as a number one contender fight. Uh, plain and simple, it just helps them si- uh, sell the fight a lot better. Um, Shogun and uh, Shogun will uh, be getting back into shape after um, he had to take time out of the training camp heading into the Machida fight because he had appendicitis. Uh, just you know, a couple of months out from the events, but he was not going to to be denied this title shot. So. Uh, you know he'll he'll be going back in to, to you know get himself even better and even more in shape and ready for a likely September uh, title defense and you know this rampage Rashad fight at UFC 114 should be uh, a lot of fun and uh, you know the hype will be there and these guys want to to beat the hell out of each other so it's going to be uh, another good event in Las Vegas unfortunately lost Forrest Griffin of course but uh, it's still going to be a good. Good event. Uh, some other quick UFC no- news. Uh, Chuck Congo has officially pulled out of UFC 116. He's rumored to face uh, Roy Nelson on the card. And then uh, Nelson was also rumored to face Frank Mir if Congo had to pull out. But that will not be the case either. And a fight that many have been clamoring for since uh, uh, the end of March between Roy Nelson and Junior Dos Santos is now in the works for UFC 117 in August. Uh, Dos Santos knocked out Gabriel Gonzaga at UFC on versus. Roy Nelson picked up his second straight knockout victory uh, over Stefan Struve at fight night 21. And, you know, with Kane Velasquez waiting for his title shot, uh, he's going to be facing the winner of uh, Shane Carwin against Brock Lesnar at UFC 116. Uh, this makes a whole lot of sense to have Roy Nelson and uh, Junior Dos Santos facing off against one another. And this is just a great heavyweight fight, and a very likely scenario is we're going to finally see uh, Dos Santos tested on the ground, because uh, Roy Nelson, I would uh, wager to argue is is a, probably uh, better suited for the ground game than Gonzaga at this point in their careers, because uh, Gonzaga has been content to stay on the feet. While Nelson has knocked out his last couple of opponents, You know, he's very adept at the ground, and uh, likely does not want to stand and trade with uh, a guy like jr dos santos so i think we'll see nelson try to take this fight to the ground and and we'll see what kind of ground game uh, dos santos has and i think this is a great placeholder fight for dos santos it's a dangerous fight for both fighters it's a big challenge for both fighters uh but it should be a very good one and a very exciting one and it's a great great fight for this 117 card um I mean, this is this is the one that a lot of casual fans will enjoy watching and will want to tune in to see um, instead of the Anderson Silva main event. So, uh, very smart move if they finalize this fight and put it on the card. Uh, finally, Scott Coker um, made some comments today regarding uh, Paul Daly and Kimbo Slice after their releases. Uh, just wanted to run those down because he talked to uh, sure Dog and commented about uh, the fact that both fighters were released. They were both part of uh, Pro Elite when Elite XC folded, and when Strikeforce uh, took Pro Elite's assets, uh, they did not acquire either of these guys or their contracts, and now they're both out in the open, and um, because of the high profile of these cuts, the, specula- the speculation went right to they're likely going to fight in Strike Force next, but uh, Scott Coker kind of seemed cool on the idea. Um, as far as Paul Daly, he said, I'm not the UFC and and they run their business the way they run it and I have no idea what thought thought process went into it, but I'm sure it was influenced by what happened at Force Nashville a couple of weeks ago. Um, He said, I'm sure we'll get a call, but let's see what happens. Who knows? He could be on suspension for four to six months. He's not going to be able to fight. I don't think that type of reaction or behavior from a fighter will be accepted. It's just unacceptable. Um, So very much cool on Paul Daly and knows that Daly's going to be out for a while anyway. As far as Kimbo, um, you know, the, the comments have already been flying out about a possible Kimbo vs. Herschel Walker fight, and he said uh, um, that he has you know, heard from multiple people already about that and asking him what, when he's going to set that up. Uh, he said the thing is with Kimbo is he was successful with the ratings, but when we purchased the contracts from Pro Elite, the deal at that time for Kimbo we felt was too rich for long-term viability. We haven't revisited it internally yet, so as of right now, I think we're going to stick with our course, which is putting on the best fighters in the world in the best matchups. Um, first reaction to that was, yeah, like Herschel Walker versus Greg Nudge, but uh, moving on. Uh, Kimbo, really, I mean, he's not going to be considered a top fighter anywhere he goes. He's going to get paid by someone somewhere because he's going to bring in viewers. I still think he'll probably end up in strike Strikeforce. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, it's not necessarily somewhere that he should be or needs to be, but I think that's the the course that they'll go to get some viewers. I think the, the fight with Herschel Walker makes sense to get viewers, um, and, and it's certainly better than Walker versus Nudge, but, uh, you know, whatever <laughs> on that one. It's just uh, one of those things where Kimball will find a job somewhere. I, I'm sure, you know, he's not going to be commanding nearly as much of a uh, price tag as uh, he was before he went to the UFC um, from Elite XC. So we'll see what happens with Kimbo. For Paul Daly, it's, it, I mean, he's the only the only welterweight that Strikeforce can pick up right now that can really be a challenger to Nick Diaz in their 170-pound division. And if they don't pick him up when his uh, suspension is, is up and when he's able to uh, – compete again, you know, then I I don't know who else you have for Nick Diaz at 170 that you can legitimately put in there. I think uh, you probably give him another fight since he's coming off a loss, but we'll see what happens with Paul Daly as well, because the commission, the Quebec commission is uh, looking into the incident, and until they hand down a a suspension of some sort, we just just won't know um, how long he's going to be out, so... That's all I've got for today. Uh, some follow-up on, on UFC 113, and uh, we'll start gearing into strike Strikeforce uh, heavy artillery discussion as that is coming up this Saturday on Showtime uh, with Brett Rogers against Alistair Overeem. So thanks once again for listening in. This is Jamie Penick signing off.